Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Twitter at Tony Liebert and Instagram at Tony underscore Liebert. That's T-O-N-Y-L-I-E-B-E-R-T. For today's episode, I will recap the Gophers National Signing Day, talk about all 18 scholarship freshmen, react to uh, Chris Ottman-Bell announcing his return for another season, and Abilene Christian transfer cornerback Ryan Stapp announcing his commitment to Minnesota. enter the day with about the 36th ranked uh, class in the country um, and not adding anyone from National Signing Day just retaining everyone they were expecting to get they uh, ended up with the 43rd ranked class in the country as of now but that can always change there's uh, the traditional signing day in February this was technically still the early National Signing Day um there are 18 total incoming freshman players. Uh, Jack Pyburn, defensive lineman from uh, Jacksonville, was the lone player who did not sign. Um, he did say that he plans to sign in February. Um, sometimes that is good news. Sometimes that is bad news. That just gives him more time to think about it. It's never a great sign. Um, I would say that Louisville or Vanderbilt are the two schools to watch out for to swoop in um, based on what I'm seeing. Um, but his teammate Hayden Schwartz uh, did commit uh, verbally at least a few weeks ago. So uh, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I, at the end of the day, I have no idea what Jack Pyburn is thinking. Um, but adding him would be another uh, great signing. I think he's very underrated in this class. Um, but for him being the only surprise, I guess that is not the end of the world. Um, overall, the class, though, is very heavy in the trenches. Four of the top five prospects, uh, according to 24-7 Sports, are all linemen. Um, three of the four are defensive linemen. Um, and something that I find interesting, 24-7 Sports does these uh, recruiter rankings. Like, they r- rank the actual, like, people who are recruiting, who the best is in the country. Um, and the Gophers defensive line coach, Chad Wilt, uh, ended as the number 57 ranked recruiter this uh, period, I guess. Um, and he that was because he was considered the lead recruiter for 
Uh, all four of the defensive linemen who at least verbally committed, Anthony Smith, Trey Bixby, Aiden Schwartz, and Jack Pyburn. Um, but so very impressive what he has done. And then there were, I think the big theme for the whole class is someone would look at it and say, oh, there are only two four-star players. Um, but I think you really have to look at the high-level three-star guys because it's a lot different having a high-level three-star guy and a low-level three-star guy. Because uh, in the, in recruiting, like, the five-stars, there's only, like, 20 in the whole country. And then the four-stars are anyone really who ranked 20 or below up until about, like, 350. Those are, like, the four-stars. And then the three-stars are, like, the next, like, 800 prospects. So... A high-end three-star is a lot different than a low-end three-star. And I think there's really five guys who can be, who could really be considered four-stars at some point in this process by different websites and are those high-level three-stars. So I think it's, um, it's overall a good class in my eyes based on the rankings and uh, how these players can develop. Um, before I get into each player, I kind of wanted to touch on some national topics because college football's really been uh, talked about a lot with the transfer portal, the NIL, and uh, the number one recruit in the country going to Jackson State, flipping from Florida State. Um, and everyone seems to complain about, oh, college football's free agency now. It's, everyone goes to the highest bidder. Um that's really what's always been happening. I think Jimbo Fisher said it yesterday. Uh, now it's just legal. Um, and you might, might say, like, I don't understand why people think this is bad for college football. I think the biggest problem is how all these players now have the extra year of eligibility due to COVID. It just really shortens the pool for incoming freshmen. Um like with the Gophers have uh, Tanner Morgan, John Michael Schmitz, Mo Ibrahim, and Chris Ottman-Bell all coming back for an extra year, that takes away four scholarships from an incoming freshman. And I think it's just, uh, I think that's the bigger problem um, than everyone switching schools because at the, at the end of the day, it's it was such a big change. I think eventually everyone will just adjust, and it's the new norm, and they'll fix out some kinks, obviously. Um, I think there should be more hard deadlines for when players can and cannot transfer. Like, a guy should not be able to transfer at all, I think, during the season. Um, right when the season, regular season's over, I think you should be able to transfer. Um, and any time leading up to... Uh, I don't know exactly, like, but it, it should be like free agency, pretty much is all I'm saying, is there should be a time where the transfer portal opens and where the transfer portal closes. Because right now, it just kind of everything's, like, willy-nilly, and there's no, like, uh, reasoning or anything behind anyone. Um, and I think those will get worked out eventually. Um, but, like, I think people are... Whenever there's change, especially to sports, the sports fans just complain constantly, and they're like, oh, this is the end of the world, blah, blah, blah. 
it'll work itself out. And I really see no problem with the with the new college football. Um, I think it's how it should be, and uh, I think eventually it'll, it'll just uh, everyone will realize that um, it's the right thing, and I think eventually it'll show that. Um, but so now I'd like to get into I'll give a little synopsis of all 18 of the scholarship players that the Gophers are bringing in. Um, I'll start with four-star defensive lineman Trey Bixby from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Um, he was considered a four-star, ranked 327th overall, and the 41st defensive lineman. Um, he's six foot five, 255 pounds, and his uh, top offers that he chose Minnesota over were Michigan State, Penn State, and Arkansas. Um, so he originally. Uh, started playing high school football in Minnesota, then he went to Ohio, and then he came back to Minnesota. Um, a weird allergy held him out for the start of uh, Eden Prairie season and their preseason. Um, and then when he finally started playing, an ankle injury uh, limited him to very little playing time overall. Um, but Bixby's still an elite prospect with elite physical traits, and has a chance to contribute to the Gophers very early in his career. Um, on to the highest-ranked player in the class, uh, defensive lineman Anthony Smith from Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Um, Four-star guy, ranked number 313 overall in the number 40 defensive lineman in the country. Um, 6'5", 280 pounds. Top offers that he... Uh, picked the Gophers over Michigan, Michigan State, and most importantly, the Gophers took him from his home state of Penn, Penn State. Um, much like Bixby, Anthony Smith has elite physical tools for his position. He reportedly already has a friendship with the only Gophers player from Pennsylvania on the roster, running back Trayson Potts. Um, and he, he's just an elite prospect. Uh, has all the tools, anything you want from an elite defensive line prospect. Um the next guy I'll talk about is running back Zach Evans from Rockwall, Texas. Uh, Three-star, number 643 overall, and the number 50 running back. Five foot nine, 200 pounds. Uh, top offers were Texas, Notre Dame, and Iowa. Um, he's obviously going into an RB room that is crowded with talent, but he has the skills to earn playing time, I think, very quickly. Um, playing for Rockwell Heath High School at the 6A level, which is the biggest in Texas. Evans had um, almost 200 carries uh, as a senior, totaled 1,220 yards and 14 touchdowns, and should have really no uh, trouble transitioning into the Big Ten. He's a, a great talent at the running back position. Um, defensive lineman Hayden Schwartz from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Three-star, number 655 overall, number 94 defensive lineman. He is 6'4", 244 pounds. His top offers were Michigan, Penn State, and Miami. Um, he adds to a just really, really talented trio of defensive line prospects. He played for the winningest high school football coach in the state of Florida last season, Charles Corky Rogers at the Bowl School which is the same school that uh, Jack Pyburn, um, the only player who did not s sign pen to paper on 
Wednesday played for, so they were teammates. Um, Schwartz totaled 57 tackles, 20 tackles for loss, and eight sacks as a junior. Um, he's just a, a really solid prospect on the defensive line. He might, he'll have to add on about 40 pounds to be a true D-end, um, but he has the skills to be a great player in the Big Ten. Um, offensive lineman Cade McConnell from Choctaw, Oklahoma. Um, Three-star guy, number 701 overall. He's the 34th-ranked interior offensive lineman in the country. Six foot five, 300 pounds. Um, his top offers were TCU, Texas Tech, and Vanderbilt. Um, he's really everything you want from a Big Ten offensive lineman. He's got the size, six foot five, three bills. Um, after original committing to TCU, he flipped to Minnesota a week after visiting on December 4th. Um, and with offensive line, linemen, it's really about coaching and their development. And the Gophers have really developed some great offensive linemen. And there's no reason why McConnell cannot be next in that uh, group. Uh, wide receiver Ike White from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, he was one of the Gophers' earlier commitments all the way back on June 16th. Um, he's a three-star, number 776 overall, the 111th-ranked wide receiver in the country, 5'11", 185. Um, his top offers uh, were Tennessee, Virginia Tech, and Cincinnati. Um, he probably would have gotten more, honestly, if the Gophers didn't commit so early, or he didn't commit to the Gophers so early. Um, he plays for St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, which is one of the top programs in the whole country. They were ranked in the top five this year. Um, so that's always a good sign when you're, he's playing high, high, high-level uh, high school football, literally the highest he can. He's playing schools like IMG Academy and like Matter Day. Um, but fun fact is uh, St. Francis began getting serious national attention and eventually got a documentary TV series on HBO titled The Cost of Winning, which highlighted their 2019 football season. But uh, Ike White, really all you want in a wide receiver prospect. He's got the size, the uh, athleticism. Um, I don't, with such a crowded room, I don't know how much he'll contribute early in his career, but he has the skills to be um, a great player by uh year two or maybe three with the Gophers. Um, and then on to quarterback Jacob Newth from Harrisburg, South Dakota. South Dakota. Um, he is obviously one of the more talked about players in this class due to him being a quarterback. Um, he is considered a three-star, number 808 overall, and the 49th-ranked quarterback in the country. Um, his, he's 6'4", 207. His other top offers were Iowa, Kansas State, and Army. Um, he has the chance to be the future of the, the program at the quarterback position. All the skills are there. Um, he finished with 2,401 passing yards, uh, ran for 507 on the ground, and accounted for 41 total touchdowns. And en route to being named South Dakota Player of the Year as a senior, and uh, he has the skills to be a Big Ten quarterback. Um, with him and Athen Kaliak Manis, now as the two that are going to, I guess, be battling for the future of the position, 
Um, really now only behind Cole Kramer um, and Morgan. So that, those are really the four guys. Um, I, I think Newth has a good a chance as, as any to uh, come out of that group after Tanner Morgan does leave to be the next guy at the position. Um, next on the list is cornerback Aiden Goosby from Lehigh Acres, Florida, a three-star guy, number 902 overall, and he was the number 65th ranked athlete in the country because he played a lot of wide receiver and a lot of cornerback. Um, 6'2", 185 pounds. His other top offers were Penn State, Miami, and Wisconsin. Um, the Gophers said that they're moving him to cornerback. They like him more at cornerback. Um he he is an elite size for the position. Six foot two. He's long. He's strong. He's athletic, and I he's one of the more high potential players in this class. His his floor might be lower than some, um, but he has a chance to be a great cornerback. He has uh, athletic traits you really can't teach, um, and I think he fits really well into the Gopher system. Um, next on the list is wide receiver Kristen Hos Hoskins um, from Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, he's a three-star guy, number 928 overall, and ranked as the 129th best wide receiver in the country. He's five foot nine, 160 pounds. His other top offers were Iowa State, North Dakota State, and Northern Iowa. Um, PJ Fleck really hit home that he's one of the fastest players the Gophers have uh, ever recruited. He's the second highest ranked Minnesota recruit in this class. He's a, an electric playmaker. He he was one of the most exciting players in the state throughout his high school career. He's a Mr. Mr. Football finalist. Um, he should have every chance to contribute uh, in a Gophers uniform uh, pretty quickly, to be honest. I, I Again, I, I, he's not going to contribute – uh, much, if at all, as a freshman. He could always shock me. Um, but uh, he could really develop into quite a player for the Gophers. Uh, next on the list is cornerback Ryland Kelly. Um, Three-star guy. Uh, six foot two, 185 pounds. Um, his top offers were Kansas State, Purdue, and Western Kentucky. Uh, at six foot two, he's another... Another guy with elite size for the cornerback position. He originally committed to Northern Illinois before flipping to the Gophers. Um, P.J. Fleck considered him um, a Benjamin St. Juice type player, which is uh, quite the uh, high praise for a player like Ryland Kelly. Um, but he has the size and the potential, and there's no reason why he cannot develop into a great cornerback. Um, the last cornerback of the class is Tariq Watson from Harvey, Louisiana. Um, five foot ten, one hundred and sixty-five pounds. His top offers uh, were Purdue, Virginia, and Washington State. Um, if Hoskins is the best athlete in this class, I think Watson might be a very close second. Um, he ran a ten four nine hundred meter and a two. Uh, 21-4, uh, 200 at the Louisiana Class 4A State Track and Field Championships as a junior, which earned him third and second place. Um, he's been clocked in as fast as 4-3-4 in the 40. 
Um, and if he is able to use that speed on the football field, he has a chance to be a diamond-in-the-rough type of prospect. The speed like that, it does not come around every day. Um, next is offensive lineman Ashton Beers from Slinger, Wisconsin. Um, 6'5", 295 pounds. His top offers were Central Michigan, Buffalo, and Toledo. Um, he might be the front runner for uh, the captain of the all-name team. He just sounds like he was meant to be an offensive lineman in the Big Ten. Um, taking him out of the state of Wisconsin makes it that much better. Um, but he's a guy who really improved, I think, his senior season um, based on what I was hearing. And, uh, again, he it, there's no reason why he can't develop into a starting offensive lineman. Um, next on the list is another Minnesota guy. Linebacker Joey Gerlock from Woodbury, um, six foot three, hundred ninety-five pounds. Uh, his he was originally committed to South Dakota State and flipped to the Gophers. Um, he was the latest of the Gophers' six Minnesota recruits in this class. Um, he was one of the most improved players in the state last season for Woodbury. Um, he played at safety uh, and still only at one hundred ninety-five pounds. So likely have to put on 20 or 30 pounds to move to linebacker, but it sounds like that is what the Gophers plan to do with him. Um, next is safety Coleman Bryson from uh, Raboon Gap, Georgia. Um, six foot two, 190-pound guy. His top offers were Louisville, Boston College, and Northwestern. I think he was a very underrated uh, prospect. With those offers... Uh, being ranked a little better than the 1,200th best player in the country. Um, I, I think he was a bit underrated. Um, during his junior season, uh, Bryson played at H-back, wide receiver, running back, uh, on top of being one of the best safeties in the, in the state. His, at six foot two, he really elite size for the position, too. Um, there's not many safeties that are going to be bigger than that. Uh, his versatility and athleticism project well as a safety in the Big Ten. Um, he'll need to put on probably a little weight, but um, I think he's a great find uh, for a player that only ranks a little better than 1,200th in the country. Uh, next on the list is offensive lineman Tony Nelson from Tracy, Minnesota. Um, six foot six, 265 pounds. Um, his top offers were Central Michigan, Dartmouth, and South Dakota. Um, competing at the 2A level for Tracy Milroy Ballatin, uh, Nelson was one of the more underrated players in the state. Uh, he also has an elite athletic profile for his size, um, and he, he's a very exciting prospect. Um Another uh, low-ranked guy that I think could really carve out a role. Um, next is tight end Nathan Jones from Brock, Texas. Um, six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. Um, he originally was committed to Abilene Christian, um, a program that go the Gophers have grown to know well. Um, but he also held offers to Vanderbilt and UTSA. Um, but he was an All-State track guy. Last spring, um, through the shot put 53 feet, 151 in the discus. Uh, he ran an 11 500 meter time, which is terrific for a guy who's 6'5. Um, 
but he plays high level uh, high school football in Texas, and I, I don't want to say all these guys are underrated, but I think he's another underrated guy. There's no reason why he can't be a starting um, tight end in the Big Ten. Uh, next is linebacker Maverick Baranowski, six foot three, two ten. Um, originally committed to Air Force, also held offers to Tulsa and Army. Um, another terrific name, Marver, or Maverick Baranowski, just sounds like a Big Ten linebacker. Um, as the only true inside linebacker in this class, he was an all-area selection as a junior with 123 tackles and seven and a half sacks. Um, the last guy I'll talk about is uh, tight end Spencer Alvarez from Columbia Heights, Minnesota. Um, six foot seven, two fifty five. His only other offer was uh, D two offer to Mankato. Um, but he towards ACL as a junior and it really limited his ability to play a full season as a senior, and it ca- caused him to go a bit under recruited, and the Gophers took a chance on him. Um, that's really the reason why he was so under-recruited, and uh, the Gophers clearly saw something with him, so he could be another steal. Um, but yeah, that's everyone I, I'll talk about, all 18 guys. Uh, I, I'm a fan of the class overall. I think they really fits, uh, filled some needs that they had going in um, in the uh, secondary up front on the offensive and defensive lines, and I think you really can't ask for much more. Um, so now I will touch on Chris Ottman Bell returning for another season with the Gophers. Um, in 2021, he had his career highs in catches with 35 yards with 490 and touchdowns with six, which seemed to be low numbers for career highs for a guy who's really been a great player for four years for the Gophers. Um, I think injuries really limited him getting in rhythm. Obviously, the passing game struggles uh, really hindered him from having uh, an overall great season because he had a few games that he looked terrific and looked like an NFL player. Um, But with a new OC, a new system in 2022, maybe a revived Tanner Morgan, I think he could really improve his draft stock and show that he's a number one option, at least in the college football level, and hopefully uh, then show some guys at the next level that he has the skills to play there, because I believe he does. Um, He's really a complete wide receiver. He he has the route running uh, for intermediate routes, and he's an elite red zone threat too, I think. He showed the ability to really be a good jump ball guy, and he... I think he uh, deserves a chance to play at the next level, and I think that him coming back was a good idea because I think it'll, uh, with a good year as uh, in 2022, it could really help his stock. Um, but looking as that affects the Gophers' wide receiver room, it now kind of looks exactly like it did last season. It'll be Crab as the number one option. Um, any any of Daniel Jackson, Mike Brown, Stevens, and Dalen Wright as the number two? Any of those three? It could be different on any given day. Uh, and then I think uh, this year we might uh, two names that we might see more 
um, as they develop are Lamecki Brockington and Douglas Emelian, um, two young guys who I think deserve a shot to get some more playing time. Um, if there is ever an injury, I think those will be the two guys they look to. And then you can all, they could always add another guy in the transfer portal this offseason. Um, two names that uh, I know the Gophers have offered in the transfer portal is Akron transfer uh, Konata Mumfield. Um, he's a guy. Both of these guys are getting high end offers. Um, so the Gopher, they're certainly not locks to come to Minnesota. Um, and then the uh, the second one is New Mexico State transfer Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Both of those guys, I think, could contribute right away. It's just with four talented wide receivers. I I, I uh, believe any of those two would fit into at least the number three role, maybe even the number two. Um, but those are just two names to watch out for. And I, I think Crab is a huge addition for this team as he can continue to help develop those young wide receivers into better options next season. Um, lastly, I wanted to touch on Abilene Christian cornerback Ryan Staff announcing his commitment um, as a transfer. He comes from the same school as Jack Gibbons. Abilene Christian competes at the FCS level, um, but uh, Staff is not a, an FCS, a typical FCS player. Uh, six foot, 175 pound corner. Um, Really has average size for the position. Um, he has above average athleticism and great feel. And at only 175 pounds, he's still tough enough to make plays in the running game. And what I notice most when watching him on film is he almost he almost kind of has a dog in him. Like, he plays with an aggressiveness that you just can't teach. Um, he was ranked as high as the number 41 overall player in the transfer portal. So he is not... Um, a typical FCS guy, um, just a massive addition, really. I think this was the Gophers' most glaring hole going into um, the offseason because I think Stapp now clearly fits into that number two role um, behind Justin Wally. And then behind Stapp, I think it's really three guys, um, Redshirt Jr., soon to be next year, Redshirt Jr., Solomon Brown, um, Steven Ortiz will be entering his retro freshman season. He'll have a shot to, I think, get some playing time next season. And Redshirt sophomore Miles Fleming could be another guy who sees some uh, some time. Um, another uh, transfer uh, at the cornerback position could be huge for the defense. Um, the Gophers did just offer Western Kentucky cornerback uh, Beanie Bishop, and I think he could really uh, take the defense, keep them at that elite level. And if they have this much talent in the secondary, a group that was, if there was a weakness, was their weakness in 2021, they could have a, just another terrific defense next season. Um, but I think that's all I got today. Uh, as I'm recording this, we are exactly one week out from the guaranteed rate bowl against West Virginia. Um, I'll have a full preview of that game on Monday's episode. Uh, but as always, I appreciate you listening. Row the boat, Sky Uma, and go Gophers.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.